WHBK 88.5 Radio, Chicago. Let's get it on. I'm open real wide. Okie dokie. This is Abu Bingbad speaking, the genie of the pop machine. You're in for another exciting episode of bullshit detection and truth protection, fighting cognitive decline one show at a time. So kick back and relax. We'll be your private dick, and we promise to be good to your ear holes. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion? After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Did you know that if a fire starts in your home, you only have two minutes to safely escape? That's why it's important to have working smoke alarms and test them monthly. You should also develop an escape plan and practice that plan so everyone in your family can get out in less than two minutes. A home fire can strike anywhere, anytime, devastating families. But we can change that. Make your plan today. The American Red Cross has other tools to help keep your family safe. Visit redcross.org to learn more. machine get interrupted by technical difficulties of any kind, just go to thepopmachine.net and remember, thepopmachine.net will get you through times of no radio. Better than radio will get you through times of no pop machine. Think about it. <laughs> Trouble is here. He wears $600 suit, drives a $10,000 car, and he carries two guns. One to stop trouble and one to make trouble. Ooh, I come apart, but now cool. He was born in the ghetto. I didn't make it, baby, playing by the rules. Raised in the streets. I come apart, baby, but now fine. Trouble is this man's name. Checking trouble, sugar, moving down the line. Trouble, man. Ain't gonna let it sweat baby. If you're looking for trouble, look out. Because trouble is here. Robin Hooks is Trouble Man. You jive him and he'll wash you away. Trouble Man from 20th Century Fox. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parents. Trouble Man with an original Marvin Gaye score. Okay. One and a two and a three and a 
from around here, are you? Where are you boys trying to get to? The swamp.
that money got me wearing fly Girl, I ain't asking They say they love my ass And seven jeans, to religion I say no, but they keep giving So I keep on taking And no, I ain't taking We can keep on dating I keep on demonstrating my love Inside that shirt. I'ma make, 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 make you work, make you work, work, make you work. Oh, 
here comes the flow And where the damage stops, you know, no one could surely know But you know that the mic is gonna be the epicenter Anytime I'm wrecking, you know that I'll be a inner Instrumental, that's right, I said mental Minds in motion, the room is on rental None of my phrases are coincidental Each one is start out before they exit my mouth Cause that's my route, better yet my plan Who am I, the man, what do I do? Rock a jam, damn I need to slow it down because it's getting rather tricky Words tend to slow when I flow quickly over fat funk tracks I drop the mat, I never lack, cause I'm a lack See where I'm at? I'm up to bat and taking these rhymes to the fence This is called a freestyle for those who may be dense No sense or no experience with the vision Abstract rhymes over tracks to definition So sit back with time and let your mental flow free As the mic gets ripped so that the style stays free I got the flex, my style is free So sit back and recline and let your mental flow free I got the flex, my style is free So sit back and recline and let your mental flow free comes the drums, throw up a pump pump into the climax, that's when I come off at the mouth like diarrhea with a dizzy style like a lesbie, that's the warning so suckers don't test me, cause you can't mess me up, stress me up, run up, oppress me up in shackles, or you get smacked with a style so free as frost wings rhyme harmonics, though I do not sing I bring my little thing with a little swing like Mr. Calloway, I can't call a cab cause they won't stop when I flag them, but mics I grab them beats I tag them, props I have them And I do get dumped over a drum keyboards And I can't forget the bass line Once the table's set, hit the play button and dine On the vibes, the vibes, let the funk flow in The spirit of the P is in here, like Flynn B-side wins again Be standing for break beats, bass parts, busy tracks To get you on your feet The only way to play it is to vibe up the reel Cause you can't get the funk if you don't have the skills I got the flex, my style is free So sit back and recline and let your mental flow free I got the flex, my style is free So sit back and recline and let your mental flow free Let the shaking begin right here. You can stand it in the hip bus set up. Let the shaking begin right here. You can stand it on the hip bus set up. Let the shaking begin right here. You can stand it in the hip bus set up. Let the shaking begin right here. You can stand it on a quick. From the shipping to the shaking to the aftershock. Sitting around waiting for the tectonic place to move. Let the shaking begin right here. But I know they're doing nothing, only ass up into nothing I balance my consumption and aim for reconstruction Whack MCs need to meet destruction Fat rhymes aimed at the alien pulses The Zulu Nation masters, the backbone rushes So I create the rhymes that keep on crushing Heads catch fits cause they can't catch hits Dances and splits and flowing like clits I tame and tort, sucking MCs that flaunt Style so real that they couldn't be born From the shifting to the shaking to the 
You can't 
Talking niggerish, so just color me like a nigga. Beating the biting of my tongue while I'm spilling the nigga gibberish. Nigga got a habit of battling the broken English. You make an American African nigga won't be distinguished. Perceiving me to be somewhat the common nigga. Fuck that AK-47 and dick and nine millimeter. Don't need a fresh hooker on my jock shooting me drag. I gotta get paid, ho. Go rush that cat. Do it to school instead of running the streets back in the day. You know raw nigga like me don't play. I'm a blue B-L-A-C-K black ass nigga. Check it out. Speed 
listen to ideas turning and tending to speak. My mind jolting, I leaped into dialogue. Words accelerated. Or it be you, they getting me to talk about you like I do. Dissing for dollars, it don't make sense to holler now. Check it out. Word for word. Word for word. Slow down your train of thought, cause this flow is mellow. Coming from the mellow men, chock full of melanin. If you blink once, you might miss what I send. Better yet, what we send. Diesel tracks so descend. Coming from above, like rain from the heavens. My brethren, my sistren, this is something you cannot be missing. Close your eyes and get with the vision, the vision. Yes, I have the vision. We both have the vision. We both have the vision. The vision for the mission, so we snatch up all decisions.
fences, digging the trenches. Slipping the monkey wrench until the traders' inventions. Younger brothers mark a level by invading intentions. All in all is getting scope for the rhyming offenses. We can buy the smash through the commercial defenses. Slice with a high note, throw with a low note. The vision keeps me sailing and steady afloat. Float, 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 float. out there what's it all about there it ain't where you're from it's where you're at so i don't care about territory that tends to bore me i'm rather inclined to flex a whole nother story two four six eight i think you're running late you stepped on a crack and broke your poor mother's back with a great big smack crash boom i enter the room prepare for doom your end is coming soon come into my room listen to this tune pick up on the vibe please try to consume my flow because basically my rhyme is out to take you for a ride so get yourself a harmless high Take a hit from my trunk, cause I'm out to slam dunk. Treats over drum beats, drum breaks to drum fills, whatever you call them. I think I got the skills to get ill, cause this track sits fat and chunky. This allows me to get funky like a skunk bee, sitting on the track like honey. Hitting it so well, you should call me money. I'm busy, busy, busy like a bumblebee, dropping techniques humbly. I got many styles that you may never see, never understanding your gray matter membrane. So just hop aboard and take a ride on my soul train, mathematical hip hop plane. Rhyme parallel to beat, making the vibe curve intersect the insane places, traces of the non-mundane. This is the meadow in which I reign.
admits to the crime of being too blind, feeling too certain that you always be on my side. I often forget your love is a gift, a gift. I take it for granted. I know you don't have to be here. You don't have to love me. Yes, you do. Befriended by panic and cold, and then you arrive, my torment relenting. Again, I appear to be strong. That's what they say. I'm only complacent, and I will admit to the crime of being too blind, feeling too certain that you always be. I often forget your love is a 
WHBK 88.5 Radio, Chicago. This is Abu Binbed speaking. Don't get lost on the web while searching for the pop machine. You can listen to the pop machine anytime by typing thepopmachine.net as one word into your favorite browsing device. And you'll find the original pop machine waiting with current and past shows. You will find that the pop machine will get you through times of no radio. Better than radio will get you through times of no pop machine. Think about it. (laughs) When dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Any daughter would do the same. But soon enough, he needed help doing more things. And it was up to me to be his personal shopper and financial manager, too. And before I knew it, Dad moved in with me. So I became his cook, his personal assistant, his physical therapist, and even his nurse. When I started taking care of Dad, I didn't realize all the roles I'd have to play. But no matter what, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the many roles you play. And to help, we created an online caregiving resource center. At aarp.org caregiving, you can find resources and connect with the caregiving community. Together, we can better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving to learn more. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with. All day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese. And guess what? Egg rolls showed up. Like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Good evening. This is Crime Classics. I am Thomas Highland with another true story of crime. Listen. A man walking along a cobbled street in Whitechapel. It's an April evening and a pleasant one. A spring rain has just finished and the street lamp spread skins of light over the wetted pavements. Stroll. Nowhere in particular. Hanbury Street is as good as any other. But look there. The young woman waiting. Well, look who it is, won't you? If it ain't old saucy you yourself. Pleasant night, ain't it? Walking, were you? I walk along with you, you won't mind. I like April, don't you? And the rain makes everything fresh and nice, don't it? Oh, now there's a pretty garden, ain't it? Flowers already... Tonight, my report to you on... Good evening. My name is Jack the Ripper. Crime Classics, a series of true crime stories taken from the records and newspapers of every land from every time. Your host each week, Mr. Thomas Highland, connoisseur of crime, student of violence, and teller of murders. Now once again, 
Mr. Thomas Highland. The year was 1888, and the place was London. The first murder had taken place on April 3rd and was not reported in the London Times. The woman's name was Emma Elizabeth Smith, and she had blonde hair. I have blonde hair, too. The second murder took place not far from the first, near the Groveyard buildings in Whitechapel. The woman's name was Martha Tabram, and the police noted that she died exactly the same way as Emma Elizabeth Smith. Horribly, by knife. To be noted, Martha had blonde hair, too, and her eyes were dark. My eyes are dark, too, and I have blonde hair. Third murder, August 31st, Bucks Row, also in Whitechapel. Horribly, by knife, died Anne Nichols. To be noted, Anne had blonde hair, and her eyes were dark, and there was a gaiety about her. <laughs> dark eyes, and, and my hair is blonde. My name is Mary Jane Kelly. And you want a room, dearie? Yes, yes, I do. You come with me, then. Pretty room for a pretty girl. Where are you from, dearie? Well, I was born in Limerick, and 16 when I went to Wales. Now you've come to London. I've been to Paris. And now you've come to London. What for? I've been all over. And how many places the police looking for you, dearie? Whatever do you say? Ah, pretty like you, and a room like this. Oh, I don't mind. Uh, is there a way to come through? Through the back. Oh, well, this will do nice. The neighborhood in which Mary Jane Kelly found a room may be best described as a slum. Rows of poor lodging houses dedicated to the proposition that it is more difficult to find a criminal in a swarm. Mary's room number, oddly enough, was 13. I never was a superstitious kind. Just to have fun, it's all I like. Live and have fun. The room itself was a straw mattress and a chair to fling one's clothes over. Now, at this instant, this precise time when Mary Jane Kelly entered her room, uh, three blocks away on Hanbury Street, you remember, a man walking along a cobbled street, April evening, after rain, stroll. But look there. Well, look who it is, won't you? Said the young woman who was waiting, whose name was Annie Chapman. If it ain't old saucy you yourself. Pleasant night, ain't it? Walk in, will you? I walk along with you, you won't mind. <sighs> I like April, don't you? And the rain makes everything fresh and nice, don't it? Oh, now, there's a pretty garden, ain't it? Flowers already...
got a new roomer today. Oh, that's nice. A sailor boy. Oh, that's nice. With cheeks rosy from the sea. Oh, that's nice. And he asked me today, what's a sailor to do in Whitechapel for a little fun? What kind of fun, I asked, and he says, for a chap like me. And I gave him a wink and a push with my elbow, and he says, no, lady, no, that's not what I'm talking of. A good girl, a nice girl I'd like to meet. Oh. And he wears an earring in his ear, and he comes from the West Indies, he says, and he comes to live here with a sea chest. I put him in room 12. Why, that's just across the hall from me. Oh, yes. I peeked in a minute ago, and the lad's having a sleep. <laughs> Not more than 17 years. Oh, rosy cheeks. He keeps his sea chest under his bed. chest is locked. Oh, ain't that a shame. Oh, my. Another. Another what? Murder. Who? Her name was Anne Chapman, the papers say, eh? Did you know her? Yeah, she was in these parts for some time, I know her. By whatever name. Read me more what it says. Her throat was cut. Ooh. She was lying close up against the wall and her eyes staring ahead. Oh, right. Says here. Hey, what else? And her rings were torn from her fingers. Oh, but laid out real neat alongside her. Horrid. And it says here that man that did in Anne Chapman did in the other three. Same way of killing, it says here. Oh, what kind of man would do killings like that? That kind of man that did it. There's all kinds you should know. What else it say? It says they've named him. Oh? They've named him the Ripper. Robbie's a nice name. I'm glad you like it. A sweet and innocent name. Thank you. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, here you sail the seven seas, and look where we walk to, the Thames River. <laughs> Why, I should imagine you were sailor and come home from a long voyage. You wouldn't want to come so near to water again. I'd walk with you wherever. Oh, now. I would, too. Tell me a thing, Robbie. Oh, I want to. Where you come from? And what's your home? From Boston. Oh, such a lad to be so far away. Oh, I'm 17, and all my life I've been wanting to sail. Let's sit here, Robbie. Aye. It's truly remarkable. What is? A fair lady like you should be sitting next to me. Oh, I like you, Robbie. Uh, Robbie? Yes? How did you come to Whitechapel? Oh, it's where the cheapy rooms are. Don't you have no money? Uh, not what you'd call money. I don't understand you. Well, things I, I bought in the Indies with money. Oh. A pearl or two and some other stones and coral things. You ought to see I've got my sea chest filled with Hush. all... But I'd like Hush. to... Hush. You shouldn't say, Robbie. You shouldn't trust nobody. Why, there's thieves and thieves and thieves. 
Come along fast as you would never think and take your key to your sea chest right from, from wherever. Oh, they wouldn't do that. There's thieves and thieves and thieves. But they couldn't rob my key from me because I got it right here. Oh, kiss me, Robbie. What? Kiss me. Yes. Oh, Mary, you're so wonderful. As she was lifting his key from wherever... Now, at this instant, at this precise time, when Mary Jane Kelly was kissing an apprentice seaman and making a sailor out of him, up from the London docks and north a mile away, Whitechapel, this was happening at midnight on Burner Street. Oh, where do you go, laddie oh, where do you go, sweet lad, sweet lad, when you go away from me? Elizabeth Stride, blonde hair, dark eyes, a melancholy kind of gaiety. You want to hear another verse, lovey? She said to the man she's met a little while ago. Do you go to Dover? Do you go to Dee, sweet lad, sweet lad? When you go away from... You are listening to Crime Classics and your host, Thomas Hyland. A network already famous for reliable and frequent news coverage, CBS Radio, adds an even dozen new newscasts to its schedule starting this coming Saturday. Hear Alan Jackson with the news. Three new roundups in your Saturday daytime schedule. Listen for Robert Trout with four new strategically spaced Sunday roundups. And listen Monday through Friday nights for reports by Robert Trout, too, on most of these same stations. Twelve new broadcasts of news starting this Saturday. Add to CBS Radio's already wide margin for top reporting first. And now, once again, Thomas Highland and the second act of Crime Classics and his report to you on Good Evening, My Name is Jack the Ripper. With regards the murders in Whitechapel, the coroner had this to say, and I quote, I am afraid there will be more murders just like these four. These women were slain by a man who knows considerable about anatomy. That being the case, a madman is probably at large. Unquote. If this sounds like a non-sequitur to you, it sounds like one to me, too. My guess is that the coroner was shaky about the whole thing. Certainly all of London was. And the morning after the night of the knife and Elizabeth's stride, the conversations in Miller's court went something like this. 
Elizabeth Stride, I can't believe it. Did you know her? No. Know her? Know her, she asks me. How well? She worked for me. Worked for you? Well, you can call it that if you have to. She helped me to pay for her lodgings. Moved away only last month, she did. What was she like? Uh, blondie she was. Yellow hair. I have yellow hair. Oh, not so yellow as yours. And she had dark eyes. Oh, my eyes are dark, too. Oh, less brown than yours, hers was. Oh, she was a laugher, she was. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Look, look at the skin of my arm now. Chilled, and for no reason. Martha. What, dearie? Oh, I'm silly to fright, but those four of them, blonde hair and... You're silly to fright. None so pretty as you, nor as young. Tell me. What? Was there truly a pearl in the sailor's sea chest? Ah, oh, was letters from his mother in Boston. Nothing else. <laughs> oh, you mean Fox Diddy. Sweet and innocent he was. And rosy cheeks, and now he's off to sea again. <laughs> Good morning, ladies. I said good morning to you. I'm running respectable lodgings, officer, and there's no reason why you should be coming in no, here. No, Marthy, Marthy, love, keep your shirt on. Well, who's this pretty one with you, Marthy? Who's she? Pinch her cheek and get done with it, officer. Tell us what you're doing here. Pretty, pretty. What's your name? Mary, Mary Jane Kelly. Mary Jane Kelly. Ain't you afraid, Mary? Afraid of what? Why, Jack the Ripper. Sir. Yes, Mary. Truly, is there such a one? As surely as I'm standing here. A monster of some sort. Well, he ain't here, so skedaddle. He's written on the wall that he's going to kill 16 more before he's done. Ooh. Well, officer, thick's about pretty. That's me, so don't you fright. What do you want here? You ain't told us that. Questions. Of what? I'm told that the girl that met the Ripper last night, Elizabeth Stride, she was. I'm told she lived here. I'm told she worked here. And? I thought maybe you could answer me then if she had a man friend. The uh, special, that is. Elizabeth? Betty? Men? Oh, no, not Elizabeth. Not Betty. Oh, oh no. You're sure now? I'd swear on my dear Aunt Anna's grave. Then what of you, pretty? Oh, I'm new to London, sir. Oh, now, don't you let this ripper fella fright you. I know, sir. Not with you about. Ha <laughs> that's my girl. That's my girl all right, ain't you? Ain't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. Mary? Mary? What is it? Open up quick, Mary. Oh, Mary. Whatever's the matter? Come quick. Come with me quick. Where to? He's got his door open a little bit, and he's sitting there, and I want you to take a look at him. Who? Who are you talking about? The new rumor. He just arrived. Oh, now. Come take a look. Quiet now. We'll take a peek at him. Oh, handsome man as he sits there and reads his book. Quiet now. See him. See him. Oh, my. Now, quickly, before he gets up and sees us, gets us away from here. Oh, he is handsome, isn't he? I suppose. You suppose? Handsomer than any about here? Mm, I suppose. Lesson you love somebody, then they're handsomer than anything. 
Love somebody? Like I love Officer Thomas Thick. Love him? Mm, with all my heart and soul. Well, now. Well, well, now. With all my heart and soul. Couldn't you go talk to my new rumor a bit? For old time's sake. Welcome him, so to speak. He seems like a lonely man. No. No? I'm to meet Officer Thick in a sec. Truly? Truly. Well. You need money, Thomas Thick. Now you got the money. Oh, just because you're a police officer, you don't have to be proud. Besides, I love you, true. Oh, you're a girl, Mary. You're truly a girl. Ah, don't you be proud. Let me be proud of you. Come, I'll walk with you. What? Wait here. Thomas, what was it? That drunken... She screamed. A trick. She's playing a trick. Like the Ripper was at her. She saw me walking with you and that drunken... Oh, I don't, don't say nothing too bad against her. Everybody lives here in these alleys. You forget what's funny and what's not funny. Oh, you're a dear girl. Come, I'll walk you home. Uh, you best leave me here, Thomas. I can walk the half of the block. Besides... Besides what? Oh, they laugh at me. The other one's at Martha's. That I'm walking with an officer. They say that's awful funny. Well, I'll not let you walk alone. Not these times with Jack and his knife about. He ain't done that thing he does for weeks now. So don't you worry. Here, give us a kiss, Thomas, and look for me tomorrow. I wish you'd let me walk with you. Ah, just give us a kiss. Now, look for me tomorrow. Sorry, sir. I, I didn't see you. Well, well, you're the new rumor, ain't you? There at Martha's, ain't you? Well, good night. laughing, sir, because I'm happy. And when I'm happy, I'm a girl to know. Oh, I, I don't know you, sir, but you appear to me a gentleman of uncommon worth. So if I say to you, let's find a pub. <coughs> oh! Murder most foul. The sixth, Catherine Eddowes, found in a footpath in Mitre Square, lying on her back, head inclined to the left side, 
Her throat had been cut. Other lacerations indicated great anatomical skill by the killer. Jack the Ripper had slain his sixth victim, and London was washed again against the heights of terror. A hysteria took hold. Fingers were pointed, and Jack the Ripper shouted, and innocent men would be stoned. And Whitechapel was caught up in an orgy of self-guilt. It's a fiend from hell that's loose among us. Oh, Martha. And Judgment Day's closing down on us. I can't find and him. And the night of witches and beasties is nigh. Maybe even this very night. I've looked all over, and I can't find him. What are you babbling? Why are you standing there babbling? Thomas Thick is no longer in Whitechapel. What do you mean? He was seen going about with me, and they took him from Whitechapel to another place, and I, I can't find him. Oh, dearie. Oh, dearie, that's not so bad, is it? But I, I loved him. And gave him your money. What of it? And he took it. Mary. What? The new rumor. Oh, a gentleman, now there's one for you. See how he stands outside there on the stoop, the way he smokes a cigar. A true gentleman. Oh, what of it? He's lonely. What of it? Well, can't you tell he's lonely? Why should I care? And you're lonely, too. Yes, I am. Then go to him. Talk to him. He's looked at you. I know he has. Such a handsome one. And he's looked at you. Oh, has he now? I swear on my Aunt Anna's grave. Has he now? Uh, does my hair look all right? Softy gold. Truly? Truly. And your eyes so dancing dark. <laughs> Enjoy, Diddy. Hello. Oh, isn't it a lovely night? So warm for November. <laughs> Spring, really. I love walking. Oh, not so quickly, please. You take such long steps. Oh, I'm chilly. It's not warm at all. Oh, let's go back to my room. Uh, I'll fetch a coat or whatever. Oh, I must tell you, Martha said a thing. You know, Martha. <laughs> she said you were looking at me. Oh, no, no. If we go down the alley here, we can go in the back way. Well, I'll tell you. I've been looking at you. Right down there. I've put some pictures up on my wall. Oh, you'll like them, I know. Ah, right in here. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I'll just light the lamp. Oh, oh would you rather... Oh! The seventh, the last, the greatest unsolved crime in history. The year was 1888, and it's generally considered that Jack the Ripper was a very young man, and it's thought that he ran away to America. 
So that spry old gentleman over there carving so deftly the roast, spooning out the kidney pie. Or that one there whittling. Or the one there, silver-haired, a fine surgeon by day. Well, I'm just pointing out the possibility, that's all. In just a moment, Thomas Highland. Jack the Ripper, tonight's crime classic, was adapted from the original newspaper accounts by Morton Fine and David Friedkin. The music was composed and conducted by Bernard Herman, and the program is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis. Thomas Highland is portrayed on radio by Lou Merrill. In tonight's story, Betty Harford was heard as Mary and D.J. Thompson as Martha. Featured in the cast were Irene Tedrow, Ben Wright, Paula Winslow, James McCallion, and Richard Peel. Roy Rowan speaking. Jack about when a president is resident in y'all's neighborhood. <laughs> hey, let me tell you a little story, an anecdotal story, a model telling, actually a reporting of sorts of last Thursday afternoon. A day in the life. Last Thursday, I had to go downtown to handle some real estate business. And on my return home, I was informed that Obama was on the scene again, across the street from where I live. Now, I knew something was up when I approached because I couldn't walk down the sidewalk or approach my home without police stopping me and questioning me as to what my business was there. So I tried to show the cop my driver's license, but he wasn't interested. He asked where I lived, and I pointed to my residence, saying right there. All he had to do was look at my license and say, oh, okay, but I guess he wasn't into doing any thinking. He said he'd walk me over, so he walked me part of the way and then dropped off. I got to my front door and unlocked it and went inside. My car was uh, about a block away with the parking ticket on it because no cars were allowed on either side of the street. The muckety-mucks, the secret service, and the sheriff and the police were all parked in a lot across the street and anywhere else they damn well pleased to be parked. Now this is the third time Obama has caused an inconvenience on my block. First time was when Tammy Duckworth was running a fundraiser across the street for her Senate campaign. I should say that across the street is the Art Bank Museum, uh, which I'm looking at uh, outside my window whenever I look outside my window. Now, 
There were Secret Service men combing through my bushes underneath my window. There were two snipers on the roof across the street. Uh, because this was when Obama was still the POTUS. So the circus is a lot larger when you're in office. It's just as much of a circus after that fact, but not as much as before. So, the CTA had parked a string of buses around the block as ramparts and no one could get near the area for blocks around. Now, the moment the presidential motorcade arrives, the entire area is shut down to absolutely no movement. Even the wind has to stop moving. The earth has to stop spinning. You get the picture. So I stood in my front window watching the Secret Service agents stare back at me. You know, they had put up a blind for the presidential motorcade to pull into, so Obama was never really seen by this public or anybody who was trying to get a glimpse entering or exiting the building. Now, last Thursday, I still couldn't catch a glimpse of the former president. I guess one of those dark, quickly moving figures jetting from the rear entrance of the museum was him. Now, a couple of friends of mine that I grew up with worked in his cabinet, and they know him personally or professionally, but I haven't seen any of them since forever either. I mean, I get it. As a former president, there will always be a detachment of security. I just don't enjoy being treated as a security threat when I'm trying to get into my own home. It's inconvenient. One day I was coming home from the radio station and I couldn't park in front of my place because Obama was all across the street again. So I had nowhere to go, so I went to the grocery store, listened to the radio for a while, and then I did some shopping, trying to kill time. And I couldn't park in front of my place uh, to unload groceries when I got back at the time that everything was supposed to be normal because Bono of U2 and Obama were still across the street chopping it up. So I had to park in a nearby parking lot and lug groceries around the corner to my front door in several trips. Meanwhile, Obama and Bono are still yucking it up. Talking about world hunger or something, I guess. I don't know, or who knows. Hey, that's nice. But go home and do that there. I understand the trappings of fame and power can attract insanity, which is why I enjoy an unfettered private life for the most part. But last Thursday, after getting into my condo and putting my feet up, I decided to unwind a little bit, opened a bag of M&Ms and turned on a computer monitor that doubles as a TV and I watched a little bit of old time 60s programming. Turns out it was the wild wild west and this episode was about a bunch of green alien chicks who were trying to swindle people out of their gold. They were claiming that gold was plentiful on their planet but they had run a little short and they needed more to return home so they were asking people for their gold because they used it as flying saucer fuel and they gave away some jewels and gems to prove that they were real and a sample of gold and all of that and already verified it anyway i was kind of getting into the whole 60s thing of scantily clad women and gaudy colorful clothing with equally gaudy and colorful set design taking advantage of the new innovation of color tv that's what they did back then. TV was going through a revolution of color, and so all the new shows had to be gaudy. They overdid it, you know, a little bit. 
So I'm getting into that, and then I hear voices starting to encroach on my television reverie under my window. Grabbed my attention, so I went to see what was the matter. Like in that uh, rhyme, night before Christmas, sprang to my feet to see what was the matter. There was four teenagers who had walked up to the police, a group of four or five cops, and started yelling in their faces. The police were amazingly calm about it, and they told them to go on and leave them alone. Now, one black officer in particular was trying his best to shoo these four black kids away with a wave of his hand and a quiet demeanor. But the teenagers weren't having it. And one of them kept yelling unintelligibly. He threw his jacket on the ground like a challenge and yelled something about whatever. But one word I could barely make out sounded like the word of the name Adonijay. And I could only think of the retired Bears defensive end, Israel Adonijay. Then I thought, what the hell does a Nigerian-Canadian former NFL football player have to do with anything going on under my window right now? Probably nothing. And I looked at the teenagers to see if they were in a drug-induced rage, but couldn't tell. The teenagers kept getting into the personal space of this group of cops trying to gold them to doing something. And then the black officer nudged one of the teens who had gotten way too close with his index finger, barely touching him because he was getting too close for comfort. And the teen looked at his shoulder where the cop had touched him and then went back to the cop and tried to put his hand on the officer. And that was like pushing a activate the beatdown button. Like a snake coiled to strike. The group of police reacted as the four teens tried to rush them. It was over in seconds. Each cop had about 60 pounds on these skinny teenagers. A wrestling match broke out with each cop grabbing a teen for the center mass takedown they're trained to do. Each teen went down like a bowling pin. One cop hit the ground so hard he bounced off the teenager and rolled over. He looked up and around uh, a little bit confused. Like how did I wind up on my back? A Husky Secret Service man then ran over to join the melee. And he kind of messed up his suit in the process. Uh, a cooler Secret Service agent wearing sunglasses stood his ground. There was the sound of handcuffs suddenly with sirens in the near distance. They were coming to take them away. Within minutes it was over. The Fanatical Four were off to jail for assaulting police officers, disorderly conduct, and who knows what other charges they would get. I had a ringside seat to the whole thing. I missed a good chunk of the wild, wild west because of all the ruckus underneath my window. Had I been upstairs, the sounds and the disruption would have been the same because they were making a lot of noise. The teenagers struggled against their handcuffs as they were led to the wagon. I didn't see any point in what they did as proving anything, but I am not a teenager. My frontal lobe is fully developed and I have logic on my side. But uh, everything went back to normal. Well, not normal normal, but celebrity security on your front step normal. Just another day in the life of the police. 
you join the force to uh, do all of these illustrious things and all you do is wind up regulating human behavior and it kind of gets you down I had a friend who quit the force in California and I asked him one day why he quit and he bluntly said because all you meet is assholes all day works for me that doesn't sound like a happy job but it also means that there are some police who should hang it up like the officer who choked out Anthony Wall outside the Waffle House the other day not sure all that was necessary when you start to see the world as uh, us versus them you aren't serving the public good anymore and just because you meet assholes all day doesn't mean that everyone you meet is an asshole and that every particular type of person you meet is an asshole but after what I witnessed under my window last Thursday in human nature being what it is I think we should turn policing over to robocops we seem to be at the point where policing would be better handled by machines humans are just too emotional in fact we're asking them too much not to have emotions in the work that they do in fact we might have to mechanize the entire judicial penal system to even out the problems with human emotions affecting judgment machines would dispense justice without prejudice or emotion and everybody would get vended the same enforcement according to the programming of the robocop assault and battery not included They get in the slump like baseball players when they shot on their rent. Anything going, you ain't knowing how much money you spent. But in the real world, you're surrounded by these ladies and chicks who hang around you because you be buying all the weed and all the chicken. Being everybody smoking them out when you broke, though they was missing. Now you're riding by four deep, starting to tear up your suspension. And your baby mom on child support, my fault, forgot to mention. You don't even have a checking account when thinking about no pension. I used to work at Steak and L.O. Gold off in the kitchen. Had determination and graduating, I got the whole rap world fascinated. I wanted a piece of the pie for me and my family, so I made it. Continue to sell dope, it's paying the bill so you gon' do it But legislation got this new policy, three strikes and you're ruined Now where your crew went? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dressing dirty, dirty, gon' represent it to the tent top. Born and bred up on the street top, get to the money in the sweet spot. And forever holler when we see cops. 
was headed to the T-top Born and bred up on the street top Get to the money in the sweet spot And forever holler when we see cops hey, Me and my buddy on the cut and they know we serving them slabs We better watch what we doing and look out for your nap And quit reading up and standing on this same old block Before our gangsta ass partner get both of a shot Niggas talking cause they making some flow But still ain't did nothing that ain't been done before You can't be trying to showcase, just put it down for your spot and improvise and work with that little you got So I think when I finish selling my last sack I'm gonna take some of this money and go and give some back Cause people won't forget about the time you gave Know what I'm saying? And start thinking about a path to pay I'm serious, dressing dirty, dirty Gonna represent it to the T-top Born and bred up on the street top Get to the money in the sweet spot And forever holler when we see cops Strippers dressing dirty, dirty Gon' represent it to the T-top Born and bred up on the street top Get to the money in the sweet spot And forever holler When we see cops
rape me Rape me again attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. We have taken control as to bring you this special show. We will return it to you as soon as you are grooving. A welcome to station W-E-F-U-N-K, better known as We Funk, or deeper still, the Mothership Connection, home of the extraterrestrial brothers, dealers of funky music, P-Funk, Uncut Funk, The Bomb. Coming to you directly from the Mothership. Top of the chocolate Milky Way, 500,000 kilowatts of P-Funk power. So kick back, dig, while we do it to you in your eardrums. Oh me, I'm known as Lollipop Man, alias the long-haired sucker. My motto is... Now this is what I want y'all to do. If you got faults, defects, or shortcomings, you know, like arthritis, rheumatism, or migraines, whatever part of your body it is, I want you to lay it on your radio. Let the vibes flow through. Funk not only moves, it can remove. Dig? The desired effect is what you get when you improve your interplanetary functionship. Sir Lollipop Man, chocolate-coated freaking habit form. Doing it to you in 3D. So groovy that I dig me. Once upon a time called now. Somebody say, is there funk after death? I say, it's seven up. <laughs> yeah. Let me put my sunglasses on. 
That's the law around here. You got to wear your sunglasses so you can feel cool. Gangster lean. <laughs> Y'all should dig my sunroof top. Well, all right. Hey, I was digging on y'all funk for a while. Sound like it got a three on it, though, to me. You know, I was down south and I heard some funk with some main ingredients like Doobie Brothers, Blue Magic, David Bowie. It was cool. But can you imagine Doobie in your funk? Ho, W-E-F-U-N-K. We funk. Make my funk to be funk. Ho. I want my funk uncut. Oh, make, make my, my funk yeah. to be funk. I want to get funked up. Him, I want the bomb. I want the P funk, y'all. I want the funk set Make my funk the P funk. Home of the extraterrestrial brothers. Make my funk the people, y'all. 
I was digging on y'all funk for a while. Sound like it got a three on it though to me. You know, I was down south and I heard some funk with some main ingredients like Doobie Brothers, Blue Magic, David Bowie. It was cool. But can you imagine Doobie in your funk? Ho, W-E-F-U-N-K, we funk. Make my funk to be funk. Ho. I want the funk uncut. Oh, make, make my, my funk yeah. to be funk. I want to get funked up. Him, I want the bomb. I want the P funk, y'all. I want the funk set Make my funk the P funk. Home of the extraterrestrial brothers. You've been listening to Ira Harmon's Pop Machine. I'm Ira Harmon, and this is the Pop Machine, the media encyclopedia of fighting cognitive decline one show at a time. In the interest of bullshit detection, and truth protection on air, online, on social media, and here every Monday on WHPK 88.5 FM radio, the pride of the South Side. Tune in and enjoy music, comedy, talk, and old-time radio and more. Visit thepopmachine.net for even more content. Until then, Scotty, wanna beam up. (laughs) 